A very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a very warm welcome to you and the program as the sun sets. Well, from early this morning, the clouds have been overhead and, uh, well, are they rain clouds? I don't know. Maybe we've had some rain in some places, but also dark clouds hanging over South Africa, maybe with a bit of a silver lining with the appointment of uh, Private Gordon. Well, a bit of a disaster, a bit of a joke, but more serious than that, really. So let's remember South Africa in our prayers and pray for uh, that we have a, a good outcome to what's happening in our country. My goodness, we need some radical, radical change. And, uh, well, let's pray and hope that that might, might just come about. Anyway, we come to the end of the day. It's been a good day for me, a good day for you, I hope. And we come to the end just to spend a moment in prayer and reflection. So thanks for joining me. If you're driving home, get home safely. If you're at home, stay with me and just enjoy this evening prayer between now and the Angelus at six o'clock. Let's ask the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
Our eyes are turned to the Lord. We look for His mercy. Psalm 122, the Lord is the hope of His people. To you have I lifted up my eyes, you who dwell in the heavens. My eyes like the eyes of slaves on the hand of their lords. Like the eyes of a servant on the hand of a mistress. So our eyes are on the Lord our God, until he show us his mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. We are filled with contempt. Indeed, all too full is our soul with the scorn of the rich, with the proud man's disdain. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our eyes are turned to the Lord. We look for his mercy. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Psalm 123, exactly about that, our help being in the name of the Lord. If the Lord had not been on our side, this is Israel's song, if the Lord had not been on our side when men rose against us, then would they have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled? Then would the waters have engulfed us, the torrent gone over us. Over our head would have swept the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord who did not give us a prey to their teeth. Our life like a bird, has escaped from the snare of the fowler. Indeed, the snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. God has chosen us to be his adopted children through his Son. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He destined us in love to be his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us. He has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. 
His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God has chosen us to be his adopted children through his Son. Our Gospel reading this evening taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 21. Jesus had gone into the temple and was teaching, when the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him and said, What authority have you for acting like this? And who gave you this authority? And I, replied Jesus, will ask you a question, only one. And if you tell me the answer to it, <laughs> I will then tell you my authority for acting like this. John's baptism. Where did it come from? Heaven or man? And they argued it this way and that way among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will retort, then why did you refuse to believe him? And if we say from man, we have the people to fear, for they all hold that John was a prophet. And so their reply to Jesus was, we do not know. And Jesus retorted, well, nor will I tell you my authority for acting like this. Well, there we got a very clever response from Jesus. Well, what had he done? He had just cleansed the temple. He had driven out the, the merchants, the moneymakers who were making a quick buck out of the, the poor people who were coming to the temple. He cast out these people and he said, take these things out of here and stop turning my father's house into a marketplace and so on.
So the, um, the chief priests and the elders come to him and says, who gave you the authority to act like this? Because for them, it was a question of doing what the law said, and uh, you need authority. Uh, they were the authorities, the religious authorities of the time, the chief priests and the elders, and they were holding firm to their authority. And Jesus is even going to an authority higher than that, to the authority of God himself. Here we are, changing God's place of prayer and worship into a marketplace. So your, your authority doesn't really uh, pertain here, doesn't apply here now, because we're overstepping the mark. This is God's house, and let's respect God house, God's house. But uh, what strikes me about the gospel here today is authority. How the chief priests and the elders were clinging to their authority. Their authority was so important. Don't ask questions about our authority. And Jesus is as cunning as a serpent and as sharp as a needle. He simply says, who gave you authority to act like this? John's baptism says, Jesus, where did it come from, God or from man? And of course, they were arguing this way and that way. If it's from God, why didn't you accept it? Is it from man? Then he's got the people to answer because they all um, respected John as a prophet. So they, they answered, we don't know. They thought they were getting away with it. And Jesus says, well, if you don't know, neither will I tell you my authority. But of course, the authority of Jesus is from God himself. Authority. What an important um, ministry, I would like to say, this is. We see what's been happening over the last day here in South Africa with our new Minister of Finance being axed and then another one being put in place again. And we say, well, this is the authority of the president to do that sort of thing. And so we begin to lose confidence in a president. We lose confidence in a government that this sort of thing happens. Sometimes we have it in religious orders, religious congregations, where those in authority, the leaders, really sit on their authority and make out as though they are more important than anything else. Don't we also have this sometimes in the church with our, our uh, religious leaders, our bishops? Sometimes they and some cardinals around the world tend to sit on their dignity and on their authority, thinking that their authority is more important than anything else. You know, authority for me is a question of service. If we are in authority, we need to be intent upon service and serving lovingly, generously, in a concerned sort of way. And I must admit to being somewhat angry, somewhat depressed, somewhat, I don't know what I'd like to call it, but when I look around and I see how authority and power is being abused, it really angers me. And I think this must have angered Jesus as well. We, we tend not to think about that. We tend not to say, oh, Jesus, was he angry? Of course he was angry. He turned over the tables. My goodness, if that's not anger, then you tell me what is anger. He threw these people out of the temple. Get out of here and take these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Yes, he was angry. 
and he acted on that anger as well. So I think we mustn't think that, oh, Jesus was very pious and, you know, he was always at prayer. And yes, he was and all those sorts of things. But he was also very angry when authority was being abused, when authority was becoming more important than people. And so I want to say this evening in this short reflection, authority, yes, when we are in authority, in a position of authority in business, in the church, in our families. Remember, it's not to, to override people. It's not to sit on people. It's not to exercise authority and domination over people, but rather to listen and to serve. And that, I think, is what we should be doing as church. So in this time of... I would say there are many people in our country today who are very depressed and very angry. I want to say, and rightly so. We need to hold on to that one anchor that we have, not a church anchor, not a political anchor, but to hold on to the anchor who is God himself. Because if we lose sight of the Lord, if we just hold on to anchors which we see around us, well, we are going to be the most forlorn of people. But if God is our anchor, if Christ is our support, if we can hold on to Christ above all things, my goodness, then we will indeed be safe. And that's my prayer for this evening. Let's all try and encourage each other and hold on to Christ, who is our support, who is our anchor. If we lose sight of him, and if we lose sight of that anchor, my goodness, we'll be the poorest of people. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Let your face smile on us and we shall be safe. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. All generations will call me blessed. For God has looked upon his lowly handmaid. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear, fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things 
and they sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All generations will call me blessed, for God has looked upon his lowly handmaid. As we make our prayer this evening, we acknowledge the times when we have preferred darkness before true light. Lord, that we may see. You came as man into this world. Free us from the darkness of its sin. Forgive us the hatred and the envy that cloud our vision. Give us a generous spirit. You come to us through those who share our lives. Open our hearts to recognize you. And Lord, do not forget our brothers and sisters, who in all ages have hoped to see your light. And Lord, today we pray for our country as we go through this very dark time. Help us to see the silver lining around the dark clouds, not the silver lining of gold and silver and money and investments, but the, dark, the silver lining of placing our faith and our trust in you, that you care for us, that you love us. Help us, Lord, not to give up in despair, not to lose hope. And only you, Lord, can give us that hope and that anchor, and for that we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, you gave St. John of the Cross the grace of complete self-denial and an ardent love for the cross of Christ. Grant that by following always in his footsteps, we may come to the eternal vision of your glory and we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
And so we come to the end of our evening prayer. As always, it's always lovely being with you. Well, I hope we've found something to hold on to in what we've been sharing during this time of prayer. Let the Lord be our anchor. Let the Lord be the one in whom we trust. If we lose sight of the Lord, if we lose sight of that anchor, that um, holding on to the Lord who is our hope, if we lose that, my goodness, we are the most forlorn and hopeless of people. So we look forward to the coming of Christ into our lives. We are passing through, going through this time of Advent, moving towards Christmas, towards the birth of Christ, who is our hope, who is our joy, who is the one that helps us, gives us direction. So let's never lose sight of that. But thank you very much for joining me at this time. Let's pray for our country as we go through a very difficult time. Pray for our church, for our leaders, that somehow our leaders, whether in church or in government, will really hold fast to the values and the standards of the gospel, upright values, upright standards, and be carers, fathers, true pastors who really care for and love their people. Well, lovely being with you. I hope you're going to have a very pleasant, relaxing evening. And so from me, Father Emil, for now, time for me to go and have a bit of a rest, and I hope you are also going to have a rest Good night, God bless you, and stay tuned to Radio Veritas, the station that brings you the good news for a change.